turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. With proper priority comes power, as we'll see next on today's edition of Times of Refreshing. Take on any secondary task without first establishing the completion of a primary task, and you're left with a split mind, a split heart in the task that you're doing. And that creates a weakness. Well, if we focus in on the primary task, all others fall by the wayside, giving us greater focus and greater power. And that's exactly what we see here in Matthew 6, verses 31 through 34, the Sermon on the Mount, the power in priority. Join us as we examine it together. From the well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California, our teacher and pastor now, Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This is something that we should seek. God, I'm seeking your righteousness, and I know that it comes through Christ. And then Christ empowers me to live up to the righteous standard that you have set. And my righteousness cannot just be positional. It should also be experiential. What's used if I'm just have, I'm in position, but then I don't function. See, a lot of times people preach on positional righteousness, but our righteousness should exceed that of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It should be actually lived out, amen? Amen. Where people begin to see the life of Christ and the righteousness that he brings into our lives in and through us. So we have to look at this, but it's something that we should seek. God, through Christ, I want your righteousness to be revealed in and through me. Well, this is something that obviously that must be sought because look what he says. He says, but seek first the kingdom of God, verse 33, and his righteousness. Now look at this. And all these things shall be what? Added to you. When we get our priorities straight, when we get our priorities right, when we get our passions right, when we get positioned right, When God and his kingdom and his righteousness becomes a priority in our lives and it begins to be the centerpiece of everything that we do in our lives, then what happens is things start coming to us. We don't have to go after them. It just comes to us. We don't always have to go after them. And I think this is the major mistake that sometimes we make as Christians is we think that if we want something, we we, we automatically, and it's not that God doesn't want us to pursue things, but we have to make sure that we're pursuing things the right way. And what I mean by that is, saints, sometimes we can get so distracted on focusing on something that God's already working out. That we take all eyes off the thing that really matters. And that's God who's the one that's going to work it out. 
And I watch this. People in life, they start going through. And now this becomes my focus instead of focusing on God and knowing that if I focus on God, now I'll say it like this, if I take care of God and his business, then God will take care of my business. Becomes a lifestyle for you. It becomes a matter of priority. Because one of the things that the devil loves to do is to get us distracted off on things that God is going to add to our lives if we would just stay focused on him. We keep him and his kingdom and his righteousness as a focus in our lives. As a priority in our lives. I have learned, saints, and I am learning that... that, uh, You know, when we allow worry to grip us, to get the best of us, to overtake our hearts, really in some cases we're shipwrecking an opportunity for God to prove himself like he wants to do in our lives. God, he's got you. Let me say it again. God, he's got you. I don't care what kind of storm you are in, what you're going through in your life, God, He's got you. He's got you. But if the devil can get you distracted, then he's got you. The key is, Jesus is breaking it down. Seek first the kingdom. Prioritize. Make him and his kingdom and his righteousness chief in your life. Make it the most important thing in your life. Seek it. Go after it. And then all of a sudden, you'll see God begin to add things to our lives that we never thought would even come to our lives. Amen? We have to believe this. Now, how are we going to get to this place where we reprioritize, we shift some things, and we shift some, get some things, and, and move some things around so that ultimately this becomes our lifestyle? Because God being a priority, His kingdom being a priority, His righteousness being a priority in our lives... It is a lifestyle. It just becomes a way of life. Number one, and I think most of you know this, it starts with the Word of God. You know, when it comes to God, His value system, His values, it's all right here in this book. And, and I wrote this down here. Um, his Word, it reveals His righteousness. It reveals... Um, the kingdom of God. And, and we have to keep this in mind because people's opinion should never be the authority. It's amazing how, you know, you sit down with people a lot of times and they will give you a, a, an opinion. And I'm talking about Christians. An opinion. And, but when you ask them for a biblical reference, there is none. I'm telling you right now that through this book, there's a biblical reference for everything that you're going through in your life. The Bible. And we have to take time to allow God, through the Word of God, to shift our values and to help us to see what really is right in His sight and and, and to see what the kingdom of God is all about and then to shift our perspective. perspective. Saints, allow the word to change your thinking. Allow it. Don't impress your views upon the word. Let the word impress its views upon you. 
Allow it to change your thinking. We must allow it to change our thinking. The things that we value, we have to measure them and weigh them through and by the Scripture. What does the Scripture say about this? And like I said earlier, a lot of times we're, we're trying to build a marriage based on the Huxtables. Listen, I mean, the Huxtables are cool, but you know, that's not real. Go to the Word and allow the Word to develop your value so that you're not looking for something that's, not out, that's outside of what God has stated in His Word. But this is how we shift our priorities. God, I thank you that your Word is helping me to get things, you know, my, change my perspective in life about everything. I'm done with, I'm done with my opinion. My opinion is... You need to respect my opinion. We could just agree to disagree. There's no truth, brother. There's no truth. You know, this is just the way I feel. Well, if there's no truth, then why should I believe anything you have to say? There is truth. It's right here. It's the truth. How many believe that the word of God is the truth? If I, if I sit here and you read the scripture and it says blah, 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 then that's the truth. I have to allow that to form my opinion and to reshape my thinking, which in turn is going to help me to prioritize and get to a place in my life where instead of me chasing after things, things start coming to me. Why? Because I'm seeking first the kingdom and all of his righteousness. All these things become added to me. But I have to get into my Bible. Saints, listen to me. And I'm saying this as your pastor. I love you all. I praise God for the men and women of God in this church. And I thank God for people that support me. They support the ministry. They support my wife and my kids. I thank God. But saints, go home and read your Bible. Don't tell me what your favorite preacher said. Because I don't want to hear it. If you can't open your Bible and say, thus says the Lord right here, then I don't care. I love, I love Christian television. We aren't Christian television. Love Christian television. But you best believe when I'm watching Christian television, I'm watching Christian television and I'm saying, hmm. They shouting in there. Woo, they shouting praise the Lord. Hey, listen, I, you can shout. Hey, David Caress has some people shouting over him too. The devil is a lie. Can I have an amen? amen? Get in your word. Study your Bible. Allow the word of God to become strong and fixed within you. And what happens is God through his word be, will begin to change your perspective. One of the greatest things that happened for me as a pastor growing up in the faith is that I had men and women of God, number one, who loved the Bible. They loved the Bible. I mean, they just loved it. I could just sit there all day, just read the Bible. It was powerful. But then, when I first got saved, they didn't expose me to a bunch of books. They said, okay, I want you to take this. And I want you to start reading it. 
I said, well, you know, I was watching this book, and I saw this book on this and, and that. I said, no, no, no. That's going to come. But you need something to measure and weigh those books against. And that's this book. So I spent years, my wife will tell you, she, I spent years. I didn't read books. Now you go to my office now, I got hundreds and all kinds of books. But what happened was I developed a healthy appetite for reading this. So when I was reading those books and they was talking about this, that, and the other, I said, wait a minute, but that scripture, I'll be reading it and all of a sudden the scripture will pop in my head. Well, Matthew chapter 6 said da 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 da. Okay, well, that, wait a minute, that doesn't make, that's not, that, that's not measuring up to what he just said right here. But most people, I'm going to be honest with you, they don't know what this says. So they start shouting over something that's not even true. Get in your Bible, saints. Read it. Study it. Devour it. Mark it up. Scratch it up. Tear it up. Eat it. Whatever you got to do. Get this thing in your spirit. Can I have an amen? Read your Bible. Can I, can I preach on this today? This, going, this is what's going to help us to prioritize in our life. Amen? Number two. Watch this. Go to Romans chapter 12. Because this is important too. Romans chapter 12, real quick. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, very familiar passage of Scripture, but this is the second way in which we're going to allow God to help us to prioritize the kingdom of God and His righteousness in our lives. It says here in verse 1, we'll read verse 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies... A living what? Sacrifice. Holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, the second thing that we're going to have to be willing to do if we're going to reprioritize and get God and his kingdom and his righteousness first in our lives is that we have to embrace sacrifice. Somebody say sacrifice. God wants us to present our bodies before him as a living sacrifice. Sacrifice involves death. It involves giving up. It involves yielding. It involves, in some ways, like I stated earlier, giving up opinions, giving up views, giving up desires, giving up perspectives, letting go of things that we once valued in our lives because we're embracing a new value system based on the Word of God. It, one of the things that happens is, for a lot of us, is we don't realize that when you're, when you're, when you're walking with God on a continual basis, something is dying and something is being resurrected or living. You're, all of us are always going through a process where God is, he's killing something in us, but he's making something alive. He's making something alive. Well, that is a good process when we understand and we embrace it and we thank God for it. That you know what, I'm not always right. That my perspective isn't always right. And God has the liberty to correct me and to cause something to die in my life that needs to die. God, I thank you because I presented my body as a living sacrifice to you. You have every right 
to use me in, in the way in which you want to use me and to change me in any way you want to change me. But what happens is we have to embrace sacrifice. Some people, when it comes to priorities, they, will not, they, 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 they won't change because they're not willing to give something up. They're willing, not willing to sacrifice to give it up. Like some people, they should be at church right now. But they cannot give up the football games. Now, if you work and you play football, that's different. We'll cut you some slack. But I know there's some 49er fans that aren't at church today. Because I saw them on Twitter. And when I see them, I'm going to ask them. They talking about touchdown Roundy Moss, and it was about 2.15 or 2-something when I was on my way to church. But they love the kingdom. Ooh, I know. I hope I don't lose any members over that. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, at some point in time, we have to ask ourselves, what really value? What's my value system all about? Am I willing to give that up for a couple hours and I'll get the updates and the rerun? It's going to be on SportsCenter all afternoon. You're going to watch it again. The same play. I know I'm preaching now over and over and over and over. Can I go a little deeper? Some of us, we got Some of us, you know, God wants us to sacrifice, prioritize when it comes to food. I mean, I'm serious because what happens is God, He says, seek first the kingdom. And one way we can seek the kingdom is through prayer and fasting. One of the ways we can seek the kingdom is by saying, you know what? Hey, listen, there's things that we can do that we need to do. We need to sacrifice for the sake of the kingdom. Now, hey, if God's not asking you to fast, well, praise God. If you don't, that's between you. But sometimes God may be asking you that. He may be saying, you don't need any more shoes. <laughs> See, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, he said a living sacrifice. I mean, he may not be saying that to you. But he may be saying that to you. He's not saying that to me, but he may be saying that to you. <laughs> Saints, every area of your life, there's an area where God will be, may be saying, let's reprioritize now. In your marriage, let's spend more time with your wife. Let's cut your buddies out. Cut them out. No pool this weekend. Go hang out with your wife. Take your kids out. Do something. What is it? Whatever it may be, we're reprioritizing. And in some cases, what God is doing is shifting us so that he begins to rule in our lives in every area. And now the kingdom of God is really taking effect in our lives. The kingdom of God is not some, you know, over there. It's in your life right now. But we have to ask ourselves, am I a living sacrifice? Am I willing to give those things up that, that really are stopping me from having his kingdom and his righteousness really revealed in my life? Then the last thing, I'm going to let you go. The last thing is love. Love helps to shape and reshape your, your priorities. We are drawn to the things that we love to do and the things that we love. 
So what we have to do is we have to allow God to reshape our passions and loves and desires so that his kingdom becomes truly a priority. Your flesh is not going to want the kingdom of God. Your spirit longs for God. And we have to learn to come out of the flesh and really get to a place where our spirit man is revived. Our, it becomes strong. And then our heart and our flesh cry out. It's a process. Our, it starts with me getting strong spiritually. Getting the word in me. Being sacrificial in my life in terms of letting things go that can hinder my my priorities in life. And then all of a sudden we begin to fall in love with God. We fall in love with Him, His kingdom, His righteousness, the things that are valuable to Him. And after a while, we begin to pursue those things. Saints, do you really love God? Do you love coming to church? Do you love worshiping with your brothers and sisters in Christ? Do you love listening to the, the musicians and the psalmists and the minstrels play? Do you love walking up and seeing your brothers and sisters and saying, Man, how you doing? What's going on in your life? And, and do you love giving your tithes and your offerings to God to bless God? Do you love sitting in His presence and talking to Him? Do you love His Word? Do you love Him? When you love Him, He becomes a priority in your life. Everything that pertains to him, man, I'm just feeling this right now. It becomes everything that pertains to him. It just becomes the focal point of your very existence and it's your lifestyle. God is first. It doesn't matter what anybody says. People can talk about you, call you crazy, call you a holy roller, call you a religious fanatic, call you stupid, call you ignorant, call you need to open your mind. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you really fall in love with God. Because at the end of the day, I don't have to stand before you. I got to stand before him. But I sure would like to see when I'm standing before him and then you got to stand before him. No, I'm just playing. I don't want to see that. (laughs) But what happens is, saints, what happens is, saints, it's a matter of love. Changes our priorities and perspectives. And then the next thing you know... His kingdom, his righteousness is first. And then instead of us worrying along the journey, we can sit back and enjoy the ride. Every single one of us. Let's take some time, saints. I don't know what you may be going through. But right now, I'm telling you, get your priorities straight. Don't let whatever you're going through stop you from making him first and his kingdom and his righteousness first in your life. Because you know what? As soon as you get done with that issue, there's going to be another one that's going to come. And sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Amen? It's just called life. But even though we're experiencing life, our priorities should never change. God is what? First. Father, we thank you today. And Lord, we come to you today and we're asking you for your kingdom to be revealed in our lives. We're asking you for your righteousness to be revealed in our lives. We seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. 
And Lord, you add to our lives everything that we'll ever need in our life. You see it. You possess it. You have it. You add it. But God, today, we make a decision to get into our word like never before. Like never before, God. We make a decision, God, to choose to sacrifice in areas where we know we need to. Because we're living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to you. This is our reasonable service. God, we choose to love you and your kingdom and your righteousness and everything about you and everything that pertains to you. We love you, God. And we ask you, God, today, as we stand in your presence, to help us to reprioritize. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding.